Hey, I'm Sarah. When planning our home birth, my husband, Matthew, and I were really frustrated by the lack of empowering and honest home birth resources. So we created this podcast to start a new conversation for moms and families like us. This is Doing It at Home. Hey everyone, welcome to the Doing It at Home podcast. Before we jump into today's conversation, I just want to take a second and thank all of you for listening. We really appreciate you probably way more than you know. (laughs) So I just want to tell you how much we love you and we appreciate you and thank you. And if you appreciate us and the show is doing awesome things for you and you love what you hear... We want to hear about that. So reach out to us and we really, really love subscribes and reviews via iTunes. So if you go to our website, www.diahpodcast.com, you can click the link there to go to iTunes and leave all your fabulous reviews, which we love and appreciate you for. So moving on. Today's conversation is really cool because it's not a birth story. Um, It's a conversation with a non-mom, actually. And I love that term. We use that with air quotes around it, a non-mom. So we're speaking with Katie. And Katie is actually friends with another Katie, a doing it at home mama from episode 73, who just welcomed her baby River in an amazing home birth over in Ireland. Anyway, we speak with this Katie, non-mom Katie, about how the podcast has been a really cool influence and inspiration for her as she thinks about her future plans. And this is a really great episode for any of you out there who are not yet pregnant or have friends who are not yet pregnant and are thinking about their birth options. It's really never too early to start thinking about that because information and choices are empowerment, and that's what we're all about. So we love this chat with Katie. We talk about some of her questions and some of the things that come up as you're thinking about potential birth plans, you know, down the road. And uh, it's a really great one. So here it is. Enjoy. Hey, Katie, welcome to the Doing It at Home podcast. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Thanks for having me. We're fantastic. Yes. We're wonderful. We're really excited to talk to you. (laughs) Yeah, we are. We have a a pretty cool um, connection with you through another guest on the show. And um, like Sarah said, thank you so much for taking out a couple of minutes to hang out with us. Yeah, of course. It's my pleasure. So you have been lifelong friends with Katie McCormick, whom we just recently interviewed yes. and has something pretty exciting going on literally right now as we speak. Yeah, why don't you tell us? <laughs> yeah, so I got a text um, around 6 o'clock last night that she was in labor um, and no updates yet, so I think she's still in that and um i'm just thinking of her and i'm so so excited for the next chapter and this whole process for her she's just so positive and she's very inspiring throughout her pregnancy so i'm i'm just on pins and needles just waiting for her to um have baby (laughs) (laughs) that's so cool like in real time like i can feel the energy and i'm like sending it across (laughs) the pond (laughs) yeah because she's in ireland right Right. now right yeah Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So she, uh, I'm just sending her a lot of positive thoughts and envisioning a, you know, a labor that's, um, as easy as it can be. So, right. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, we're thinking about you, Katie, other Katie. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So Katie McCormick actually introduced you to our show, right? 
Correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And because you are interested in birth and you're someone who's kind of in that conversation. Yeah, she's my first very close friend, probably the closest person to me that has um, gotten pregnant. Uh, And it's just really special to kind of hear her story along the way. Um, she's very candid and very open with me and I really appreciate that. Um, and that that's why I love your show as well is there's such, um, a realness to it, which is something I really respect and I really enjoy. Um, cause you know, I just, I can't handle the fake. I need to know what to prepare myself for right uh, in, in the future. And, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm very grateful. I really enjoy listening to other women's stories. Um, even if they don't go as planned, I think that's actually very good for me personally, because I am kind of a planner <laughs> and I uh, need to kind of learn to go with the flow a little bit more. So it's a great reminder. Mm. Well, I appreciate all of that, all that you had to say. And, you know, I will note here, you know, you said in the future, you are not a mom yet. Joke, I, I love how in mm-hmm. our, our email exchange, you called yourself a quote, non-mom. <laughs> so you're a non-mom <laughs> and you are not currently pregnant. And yet the show is still something that's very relevant for you. And you've listened to a lot of and I think the reason why I wanted to get you on the show and and talk about this with you is because I really think you represent one, a lot of women out there in the world, but then probably a good number of our listeners as well who are just hungry for information even before the pregnancy journey and process and want to just look at what their options are and really enjoy the stories like you just mentioned, like hearing about other women's experiences. So had mm-hmm. had to get you on to share that perspective as well because it's just as important. Absolutely. And something, you know, that I think a lot of women have is they know they, they want to be a mom someday. Um, and for me, I've had a kind of an amplified just, um, interest in, in just pregnancy and birth. I, when I was like 10 or 11, I don't know, around that age, I'd watch a birth story on TLC. Yes. Um, And I I loved it. I was like, how is this even possible? Like, this this human is it's just it's just it always blows my mind no matter what and um and I think a lot of women are with me there you know without children yet but you know knowing that that's a possibility in the future um for me I've haven't known a lot of things in my life but I've always known I want to be a mom one day um it's it's pretty innate in me um so that's definitely I think where um, where it sparked. So, and what type of birth experience have you uh, envisioned or, or thought of for yourself? You know, I after listening to your podcast and 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 I'm excited to hear about Katie's experience. Um, it makes sense at home. I I my mom has kind of been like, oh, honey, you can't handle the pain. You know, because <laughs> I'm right. kind of a she thinks I could be a wimp sometimes which is probably true, but, and I'm like, but you have to kind of change, you know, it's helped me because it's helped me see labor differently. Um, the podcast and just opening my eyes to other resources, uh, in that it's not, doesn't have to be pain. It can be seen a different way. So, um, definitely I see it 
um, naturally. I want to be as natural as possible. Um, carrying over, you know, my lifestyle now is I try to be as natural as possible and as healthy as possible. Um, I haven't quite decided on if I want to be at a birth center or at home. Um, I feel like at home makes a lot of sense because you're in your own environment. Um, you'd still obviously have people that know a lot about birth and a lot about, you know, just the woman's body and they know what they're doing. So finding the right people to be with you. Uh, but I'm a pretty private person and I think that's a very sacred time and I would want to be where I'm most comfortable. So at this point, um, of course, that's something that my partner and I would be discussing (laughs) when it gets a little further along the way. Um, But at this point, my mind is very open to it. It seems like I'm leaning more toward a birth center or at home um, birth, which is very exciting. (laughs) So Yeah, it's cool. It sounds like you're, like you said, you're open and just kind of flowing with uh, what feels best and natural for you, which is always what what Sarah and I love to hear and um, you know mm-hmm. like you you've, you've listened to a lot of the moms on the show and that's they, they talk about just flowing with what feels best for them and can't recommend anything anything better um, I have a I have yeah. a quick question for you you mentioned that um, after listening to the podcast and just you know talking to Katie and hearing stories you know other women's stories that you see labor differently and so I'm curious mm-hmm. what you know what was your what were your thoughts on labor? How did you envision labor? How did you feel about labor in the past versus where you're at today? That's a great question. Uh, well, I think it's safe to say I had more fear around the pain of labor. I mean, now that I my eyes are open, I'm realizing how much the media really did influence uh, my view of labor. Um, and then hearing things like my mom, you know, and she means well, but saying, you know, you can't, I don't know if you can handle it, you know, um, that's, that's also hard. Cause it's like, Oh God, what, what, what am I in for? You know? Oh, those moms, so, they always yeah. mean well, just like you said, they, mean so mean well. well. <laughs> they totally mean well. Yeah, they do. They really do. So, uh, and of course they're also bringing in their own experience when right. they say that. So I have to remember that. Um, and, so I would say in the past, you know, it was it was pretty pretty fear based. I um, I thought, oh God, this is going to be the worst pain in my life. Um, and so now I um, now I'm just a little bit more free from that fear. Um, I, you know, I haven't done hypno babies. I haven't done these things, but I, I know that there's resources out there to really help me, um, you know, help that fear, you know, dissipate and have me be totally trusting in my body. And just hearing Sarah, you talking about the waves, like that was, I think that was you or someone on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah, that comes was up really with a few people. For me right. Because I've been in you know, excruciating pain before. And, and the worst part is you don't know what's going on. Like it's for me in my situation, it was like, what's going on now? If you're in labor, you're like, okay, this is like, this is my body trying to get my baby out. You know, there's more mental um, awareness there. And, and having that trust is something I think is, is just so, um, 
if you have trust, then it's really hard to have any fear. So, you know, that's what I focus on. And that's, that's what, you know, all these resources, including your podcast have taught me, um, is, is now I can just trust and I can kind of re reframe it in my mind and not, not say labor is painful. I can use other, um, wording that really helps. See, that's conversations like this are absolutely essential amongst women, Mm -hmm. amongst women and their partners, families, because like you said, you became really interested with with birth around like 10, 11. And Mm -hmm. I feel like for women, there can be this kind of struggle between two worlds where on one hand, Mm -hmm. you're expected to kind of build your maternal instinct and kind of um, knowledge over time, but like not too overtly, as in like not mm-hmm. be talking too much about babies for the future because what you you freak out the partners you're with or it's annoying to people around mm-hmm. you, whatever. So like don't talk about it too much, but at the same time get yourself ready. And then so much of just the education pieces we have right now for young women about what their future could be, right? Because you know it's a choice and it's a possibility, is very fear based, and absolutely. It's it, you just can feel sometimes like you can't win. Like if you want to educate yourself, then you're you're thinking too far ahead, or you're you're being too much of like a typical woman. I don't even know whatever that is. And if you're not doing anything, it's like you're not fulfilling your womanly duties or you're something. Being irresponsible. I don't. Yeah, you're being so. These conversations are essential because they create like what you said that freedom from the fear. You have a better, more realistic view of what birth actually is and what to expect. And then we can commune over that and we can be resources for women who are coming into motherhood rather than like using these scare tactics on them. And then even if they don't choose to become mothers, I think educating yourself no matter what in the realm of your your womanhood is is going to lend itself into all other areas of your life. Like what you said, the the trust, if trust is there, that kind of anything is possible, that extends well mm-hmm. beyond birth. So what we're doing here and what I love that you have been a, a part of in, in your own way is like we're just about empowering you as an individual and particularly women in this case because I believe we are going to heal the world. So that mm-hmm. means that – we need to peel back that fear around birth, around babies, labor, like all that stuff. And yeah, I went off for a second, but that these these conversations no, are just so important. It is important. And um, as you were saying that, I was thinking, what did I know about home birth before um, this podcast and Katie um, talking to me about what she wants to do. And honestly, the only home birth experience that isn't even an experience, it was on a show, looked like a crazy person. Like, it was on the show Girls. Okay. <laughs> um, and she was, like, in the – I mean, she was in, like, a pool, but she was, like – I mean, she was – I'm sure some women do this, and that's great, but, like, she was, like, very – she was in a lot of pain. It was very, like, traumatic as a viewer, not maybe not traumatic, but it was, it was very intense as a viewer. And I'm like, well, no wonder I didn't think that was an option. Like I, my brain was like, no, no, I'm not doing that. You know? So I, um, I am so grateful because it didn't take much for me to realize I have options. Like it was literally just like, Oh, there's things called birth centers and home births. Like people have midwives. Like I knew they existed, but I just didn't, realize how much of a choice it was for me um 
and I'm even interested in birth. So like people who maybe aren't like me and, you know, maybe they are going to have kids one day, but you know, they're not interested in it. Like I am, they don't go looking for, you know, information. They, what about them? Right. (laughs) What are they going to do? And I really do feel like birth is such a, um, important topic to bring up, but we really don't talk about it much. And lately I've, you know, asked my mom for her birth story with me and my brothers. And I think it's very healing. And with the connection between you and your mom and, um, there's nothing but good. I think that can come of it because it's, it's, you know, reliving this moment that no matter how you get there, you know, is one of the most important moments for, um, for any, you know, mom. Um, and so it's been really fun to hear <laughs> the birth stories um, kind of in more detail from when I was, you know, asked randomly when I was, you know, seven, you know. Yeah. So it's been really, really fun to listen to my mom talk about that. So I, I like how you mentioned no matter how you get there. So I think that's big. You know, mm-hmm. our, our podcast, we, we talk a lot about home birth, um, but we are for empowering and and self-education and healthy birth whatever that looks like and mm-hmm. so i'm happy that you mentioned mm-hmm. you know how, uh, how however you however you get there however the baby comes out whatever that looks like and just loving that process and um mm-hmm. also i totally totally second your your comment about talking to your mother about your birth or in learning about the story of your sibling's birth um, I did that recently. Sarah and I both did that on Mother's Day, which I guess yes. was a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And we sat down with our moms and, and um, listened to our birth stories. And then I went and met up with my mom over dinner and I talked about the birth story of my two sisters. And, you know, I'm 30 years old and I had never, I'd never done that. This is the first time I've ever heard of my birth story or my, my sister's birth stories. And mm-hmm. it was beautiful. It was amazing. And yeah. so, yeah. you know, I, I absolutely recommend to those folks out there listening um, if you're able to have a conversation, you know, with your with your mom, with your your parents, and learn about your birth story because it's a it's a pretty fantastic um, event. Yeah, yeah, it is. No matter what where you are and what the circumstance, yeah, you know, you're here, you're healthy. Even if it was maybe rocky at the beginning, it's it's always good, and it always seems to kind of light up the person's face you know the mom's face absolutely it's like they're going back to that moment so oh yeah people love to talk about their birth stories and (laughs) great for us right because we want to hear them so (laughs) works out um totally katie i'm curious what questions or things around home birth you might have had um, before listening to the show that maybe we helped to answer or, or we through through our guests, um, or if there's anything that you might still be kind of chewing on or mulling over that we could address for you or for others out there. Because if you've thought about it, chances are there's millions more that yeah. are thinking about it or wondering about it too. Yeah. Well, one thing that I learned more about was how educated the midwives are. Um, sure. I was a I've been so impressed as I've been listening to how um, not only are they skilled, but they seem very uh, calm and and very patient and then allowing that space for whatever's going to happen, happen. Um, I just think that's a beautiful thing. It's really inspired me to um, 
consider even becoming a midwife or becoming a doula or being in this field altogether because when it comes to natural birth, because these women are such um, pillars of strength and really um, place, you know, giving that, that mom a place of safety. Um, and I just, I've, I've just continually learned more and more about what they do um, and what their role is in birth. Uh, and I just, I just didn't know much about midwives before that. And I've learned a lot about that. I've also learned again, a reminder that every birth is different. Every body is different. Um, and the process is different for every woman. Um, and to try not to have, you know, I guess expectations because life doesn't really work that way. Um, and for me personally, um, I'm, I'm more, I guess you could say left brain in my relationship. Than <laughs> my boyfriend's very, he's very like trusting. He's very natural. Like he very much, it's easy for him to just like, he's very supportive of, I think he wants me to do more natural, but he wouldn't say that he's very supportive of me, but, uh, I'm very like, well, what about the risk? You know, that's me. So kind of hearing these stories have, has really helped me um, just know that I need to just focus on, in that moment, um, being grateful um, for, you know, having a life inside me and really releasing any fears and expectations for birth, uh, maybe having it, you know, sure, visualizing what I want, but not attaching to that. So um, those are two big, big lessons that I think your podcast I continue to learn over and over as I hear more birth stories and, yeah. and both of you and what you've learned um, throughout the birth process and throughout just raising, you know, Maya. So, um, yeah. So those are, those are a couple things for you. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, and, and Sarah and I, you know, just through listening to the, to all of these amazing birth stories have opportunities to learn and just continue to grow in our understanding. Absolutely. And, you know, I, you mentioned um, what you've learned about midwives and doulas and all of that. And I'll, I'll jump in and just comment. I was very ignorant of, of that whole world before Sarah and I chose a home birth. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I think I'm probably like the average male, typical guy, just, just doesn't know a whole lot about birth or a lot, a lot about all those options. And so, you know, Sarah and I created this opportunity for me to go and get educated when we decided to do a home birth. And for, for you listening out there, whether you're, you know, man or woman, I want to recommend checking out Anne Margolis from homesweethomebirth.com because she has amazing resources yes. um, on all types of things, midwifery and home birth and pregnancy. And she really is a, a wealth of knowledge. So She's like a walking oracle of yes. pregnancy and birth. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she is. So I'm going to, uh, we'll, we'll put links to Anne's episode as well as Anne's website um, in the show notes for this conversation over at diahpodcast.com. Um, because just like you said, Katie, you know, that was a huge area of, of growth and learning for me. And I imagine mm -hmm. there's one or two listeners out there who could benefit from uh, from learning some more as well. So we'll put links to those resources in the show notes. 
Awesome. Cool. Uh, Katie, you, you are so great. Um, I, I so appreciate you and reaching out like you did, um, continuing this dialogue and emails like yours and messages like yours that you had to share and, and how you show up is one, so affirming for me and us as to like why we're doing this and to, to keep <laughs> moving forward with it and that it is so, um, valuable and it's it's so important so it it does that for me just like oh wow awesome and then it's it's just magical to have that that connection and to be able to talk about this kind of stuff freely and openly no matter what stage of motherhood you're at what side of it you're at what sort of process you're in with it it's like it's all relevant and I just Mm -hmm. I think you're awesome (laughs) (laughs) I think you guys are awesome too yeah, I'm, I'm really glad. And um, I did want to ask what I could do um, to spread more information to those that may not, you know, obviously, you know, posting on Facebook and that type of thing. But do you guys have any suggestions as to how to spread the word more about what you guys are doing? And then just in general, women having options um, for how they give birth? I think two things. Um, you can expose people to this show and particularly mm-hmm. the home birth stories. So just sharing a link mm-hmm. to, to the, you know, the podcast website or a link to the show on iTunes or Stitcher. Um, the second thing I think is encourage people that to, to have conversations with uh, a midwife in their area. I think the, the midwives mm-hmm. are so just, just a wealth of knowledge so knowledgeable about what they do, so experienced, and can answer just every question. I mean, the, our, our our midwife Debbie was amazing. Yeah, amazing they're like amazing. the gatekeepers. Yes, to, <laughs> to the home birth world, they are. And it, yeah. it's a it's a great place for folks who have questions or just are, are, are weighing their options. Whether it's hospital, birthing center, home birth, it's a great place to start. And, you know, you'll just be able to, to be pointed in directions for more resources and more learning through a midwife. So um, I'd recommend those two things. Sarah? Great. That yeah. sounds awesome. You did a really great job. And I was going to kind of do the, the, the more esoteric one of just how you show up. I think how people who are into home birth or natural birth, informed birth, I think how those people are and how they show up in their conversations and how they talk about it is a really big influencer for people. Like people are always watching you. And so when you find out about someone after you kind of have an idea of who they are and what they're about, oh, she did a home birth or she's into home birth or she has a friend who did a home birth. Like, oh, Mm -hmm. like it, it, you can really change the perspectives that way by just by how you present yourself in every other aspect of your life. So to, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that would, that would be my thing is just like show up your most powerful goddess <laughs> self, like in everything you do. And then people are going to want some of that and they want, they're going to want to know everything that you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and it's been really eye opening too, because I've heard women say, you know, people, other people have, you know, some fear around home birth and, I simply just mentioned um, mentioned that uh, my friend was having a home birth um, to somebody, and she's like, "Oh, she must be really healthy. <laughs> she, she must have no complications, you know." And 
this person was in the medical field, so it didn't surprise me, but it gave me a tiny little taste of potentially being prepared for, you know, the day that I am pregnant. And if I do want to do it at home, you know, kind of being prepared because this wasn't a person I was actually thinking would <laughs> have that response. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Of course, out of good um, intention and she's a wonderful person. It's just, I didn't expect that. And so it was just the smallest, you know, um, smallest amount of, of just me kind of <laughs> getting a taste for just what may happen in the future. Maybe not. I mean, I, I haven't even decided if I want to tell people. I thought yep. some women on this podcast are genius for not telling people. Right. You know, yep. Really, it's no one else's business. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's you and your partner's business and it's you and your partner's life. So um, I thought that was actually kind of liberating. I'm like, well, that's cool. Like, who said I have to tell anybody? Um, but, you know, I think there are select people I would be okay telling. But um, just being prepared for a reaction that may not be ideal um, is, is something I've learned as well. Absolutely. And, you know, Sarah and I yeah. can relate to that, even, you know, through pregnancy and then parenting. I mean, everyone has mm-hmm. an opinion on everything, whether it's when to stop breastfeeding, when to introduce foods, what foods to introduce, whether to get your kid vaccinated, where to send them to school, do you do homeschool? I mean, everybody mm-hmm. everybody has an expert opinion on, on all of those things. And a lot of times those expert opinions come with a, a side of judgment. And so, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's, just, it's just one of those things. And uh, I appreciate you, you mentioning that because it's real. It's, it's not always fun, but it's, it's just part of the territory at times. And like you said, some of those the moms that we've talked to who just didn't they just chose not to not to share it with anybody and they just you know, were doing their own thing and I I totally admire them and just that, that awesomeness. Yeah. Well and I admire you you two as well because you were very strong in your decision making and, you know, what you wanted despite what was going on around you from what I gathered. Um, from, you know, the other times I've heard you two on the podcast, it's just been really inspiring because it's, it's, it's really hard to, uh, to not, um, you know, sway a little bit. Oh, well, maybe, you know, especially yeah. if it's someone like your parents or someone that has a really strong influence in your life, but it's been extremely freeing to listen and say, you know what, they're right. I am in charge of my life. I am in charge of my body you know, my partner and I can decide what we want for our birth as we want. It's our life. And so that's been really um, just, yeah, it's been really uplifting for me because I think sometimes in life, in any, in anything, you know, you can easily let others kind of run it and um, birth, the, my birth story is not something I want anyone else to run. It's something that I want to look back and, you know, not have any regrets. So that's awesome. Bam. Yep. Mic drop. Yes. <laughs> Katie, I totally see you as a future inspiration and and even now a, a source of, of like information and just support. That's that's totally mm-hmm. within you. And so when you talked about like doula stuff or whatever you might be, you know, flirting with, I'm like, oh yeah, do it. Like <laughs> I totally see it. Um 
Thank yeah, you so, thank so you. much for hanging out with us. We really appreciate your time. And I know there are a lot of women out there right now really happy yes. having listened to this. Absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah. I'll definitely share your information with everybody. And um, and I hope to kind of break that silence of, you know, for, for women that I know and hopefully women they know and continue on. Um, of, of birth and um, and options, you know, for birth. So, you're the bomb, Katie. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for having me. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done. Why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgins. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.